what are you wearing today? <laughs> what, like, how does that even work? What do you mean? How, how does a, a red, a white, an aqua, a blue stripe. Become a leopard? Go into <laughs> faded leopard. Like, I have it's this. It's from my clothing rental box. I actually kind of want to keep this one. I have decided. I this one. I have decided right. that the. The outfit of the Captain Evil always uh-huh. has to have leopard print. <laughs> and then Jess, our, my friend from high school, you're going to um, claim her as your friend, but yeah. she's my friend from high school. Um, she came to hang out and have lunch with us. But, uh-huh. And then she shows up with leopard earrings. <laughs> lep, right? So she's, Clearly she is team Captain Evil. <laughs> definitely. But what is it? I don't understand what's going on here. And what by the way, mean? it's just cool, dude. It's already summer, and I'm in a, I'm in, I'm in flip flops, and a tank top, and you're wearing. Well, it was. It's chilly in the mornings. Anyway, welcome to the show. Uh, I am Steve Trevino, and this no, is my beautiful. No, you know beautiful. what it is? I what? didn't. I didn't wear crazy earrings today. I'm not wearing earrings, so you just had to pick on my jacket. That's what it was. <laughs> And then I know, and then I noticed last week, was I'm not it last picking week, on you. you wore like an actual shirt with sleeves and I didn't even realize it. Like, I'm just so accustomed to you being in a tank top. I didn't even realize. Well, you it was skin tone. You thought I was, <laughs> you thought I was shirtless and you were licking your chops no, for after so the gross. show. It's not gross. It's delicious. All the taco meat. Anyway, why do you got to call it taco meat? Anyway, it's a little racist. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Big news um, happening in our state of Texas that, you know, we're, we're finally getting to a point where, you know, they're opening things back up. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because it, it, it is it is just, man, and we talked about it last podcast. It, it, it's just been a fucking year, man. Well, I saw a meme and that someone posted that basically the meme was like, this time last year, we all thought everything was normal. Yeah. It's literally been It's been a, it's been a, a year. year. And... We started doing this podcast because, to be completely honest, my my mental health was not doing well. Um, you were watching the news all day long. And watching I was like, the news we all day long. Turn I, this I had shit found off. myself depressed, and and you know I came. You go. We got to do something. You know. Yeah. So we did, and and now here we are doing this podcast um, weekly, and and it's just been. It, it's one of those, and this podcast is is like working out. Sometimes for me. What do you mean? Is like, like exercising, like exercising working out, or you right? mean like it's working out? We might keep doing. No, it. no, no, no. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to work out today, and then I once I do it, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I did. You know, and and this podcast is like sometimes I'm like, oh man, like. Well, it's hard to it's hard to fit it in, and I don't think I mean you probably didn't realize either. Jess, Jess is here this morning. She sees us like shuffling a baby, moving people in and out. We had guests over the weekend. We're like shoveling them out the door so we can get in. No, I mean we we live a very fast and crazy life, and and you know I've grown to enjoy these conversations. Um, I have too. This know. morning, even though things were crazy, I was like I'm really looking forward to sitting around the table and chatting with my husband. Like. We might not have the traditional dinner table sit down, but this is like our equivalent of no, it, it sitting de- down it, at the it, dinner it table. It definitely is. I mean, you know, we had, um, you know, who's like a brother to me, Tim. Tim and his wife came with their two boys and, and they're doing kind of a chill spring break. Come visit us. Then they just bought a, a property in Lakey, Texas. So they're going to go do that. And, yeah. you know, we had them come over after me driving from Panama City Beach straight through, yeah, uh, I left Saturday night. It was a twelve-hour drive. I didn't get home till eleven a.m. We drove straight through. Uh, had very little time on Sunday. Woke up um, Monday, and the Martinez's are here. Mm-hmm. You know, with with my niece, little Nene, who's yeah. freaking hilarious, man. That little girl is so funny, and and it, it does. It breaks my heart, man, because they, they're growing so fast. And they used to be these little boogers that would come over and I'd make them laugh. And now I'm embarrassing. You're embarrassing. Yeah. You know. Um, so we had them over and you had a moment. Oh, it had nothing to do with them. No, no. But you, you what I'm saying is that we don't ever have the time to talk. It had nothing right. to do with them. Right, 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 right. You know, not them being here. It was, yeah. the, it was the fact that... No, I enjoyed them being here. It was nice. Garrett well, loved it. Well, other than the fact that I spent the morning well, in, the, in the emergency room. Mm. Oh, my God, dude. I, I take Matt, 
Matt needs um, a ride to Woods. Your steak dinner boyfriend, Matt. Yeah, my steak yeah. dinner boyfriend, Matt. Uh, <laughs> he needed a he needed me to use my trailer to take his Polaris to uh, Woods here in New Braunfels. And by the time I get back, which by the way, what were you doing? Oh, Where was your supervision? What I, what I was not doing was deciding I was going to buy a new Polaris. We did not talk about that either. You shouldn't even bring there that up. There was no way. <laughs> you shouldn't even bring that up. And it's not a Polaris. It's a mule. And I got a great deal on it. And it's hard to get them right now. I don't want to get into that with you right now. Okay? I know you don't want to get into it. That's why there was no discussion about it. Yeah, you were, you but were supposed I know you. to be taking Matt's you. trailer. And instead he comes no, home and he's Polaris. like, hey, guess no. what? No, 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 no. You're going to. So, guess. <laughs> All she does. Ricky clearly was not prepared for this conversation. No, every time you want to. You surprise me, so now I'm gonna surprise Let's you. Let's go. You want to talk about it? We'll talk about it. The fact of the matter is that the Polaris that we have is bare bones, a very simple Polaris. It doesn't have power steering. It and does the job. Does it have power steering? See or no? No. Okay. And every time you get in it. I wish it had power steering. No, it was and hard when I was hard, pregnant. And it's hard to turn. And I don't like it. And if I'm gonna if I'm gonna run for neighborhood queen, <laughs> I can't be <laughs> This players will not do in the neighborhood parade. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we, we we needed another one because we use it quite a bit in the neighborhood. Okay, so if the Polaris and is for me, then are we gonna wrap it in leopard print and put a Captain Evil logo on I it? I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would love to have that at the ranch in leopard print, cruising around with a Captain Evil symbol. It can be camo color. You can, I can get it wrapped. Print camo color. I can get John Frost from South Texas to wrap it if you want to do that. Well, we now, can. Now you might have um, to if you're claiming it's my Polaris. Um, no, we are getting a new Polaris because our friends at Woods were so kind to us. They're so they, they hooked oh, us up. Oh no, they suckered you. You just got suckered. You had no, no intent of going and buying no, anything. No, I knew that I still see. This is man shit. I don't share man shit with you <laughs> because you should just trust your husband. You should just go, hey, my husband, this is his department. And he knows. So the Polaris that we have. A grown man toy is your department. Yes, it the is. The Polaris grown that we have, your department. this year, I can still get high dollar for it. Next year, I'm not going to get good money out of it. So I was able to turn it in. I'm going to trade it in. And I'm going to get the new one. And we just upgraded by spending a little more money. Okay. Than, and we got the power steering. Okay. Well, I, well, I might upgrade so, my closet for the same amount. I might you know, stop renting my clothes and upgrade. You know what my would closet. be better is if everybody right. emailed Woods in New Braunfels and said, "Wow, we heard Steve Trevino <laughs> talk about your place on on the podcast." His wife said, "You sucker, him. <laughs> you should give him a free uh, mule, Kawasaki mule." Um, but yeah, so back to I get home and poor Tatum, who's what? How's Tatum? Ten? Yeah. Ten. He's laying on the trampoline, and I'm like, right, Renee's la-di-da, right? Just no, no, no. doing whatever. So I, I go over there, and, and Christian's so funny. His little brother's like, he's faking it. He's a faker. <laughs> he's a faker over there. I go, what happened to Tatum, guys? Faking, right? So I go in there. I mean, the poor kid is like in tears. I go, I go Tatum, are you okay? And he's like, I can't move. And I'm like, oh, shit, right? Like, what do you mean you can't move? So, you know, I know because I had a back injury, I know that if anybody ever hurts their neck or their back or anything like that, you immediately, you immediately say, don't move. Right. Right. Don't move. You check the toes, you check the hands. Right. So then I did that. He could move his fingers and toes. And I said, all right, I go, Tatum, I go, why don't we go rest inside? Yeah. You know, and he was like, well, I'm having a hard time getting up and I'm, I'm in pain. So we bring him inside. And by the way. Uh, Tim and Clarissa had just left to go to sign on their property yeah. in Lakey. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, okay, well, I go, just rest. You know, and these kids, you know, under 20, you're still rubber. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just bounce, right? So I go, oh, you know what? And we had plans to go to Enchanted Rock, you know, and the Snake Farm yeah. here in New Braunfels and take the kids. And which, by the way, the other kids like, I guess we're not going to Enchanted Rock. Tatum hurt himself, right? Um, so then Renee comes to me and goes, oh my God. Like, look, Steve, his neck. It was on swollen. One, side, one was, side was visibly swollen. Swollen. And I just said, okay, you know, with a neck injury, we got to go to the emergency room. Yeah. You know, and we went to the emergency and it scared me, Jess. Like, there was a second where I go in there and I'm like, hey, he, his, he hurt his neck. And he was like this. Dude, things move fast. Like, nurses were like, 
boom, wheelchair, neck brace, like yeah. call the doctor. I was like, oh, sh-. like I got scared, man. Yeah. Like I really got scared. Meanwhile, trying to keep Tim and Clarissa in the Updated. loop of, hey, here's what's going on. And then thank goodness that the doctor looked at me and she goes, he's going to be fine. He's yeah. going to be okay. And I just felt this like, <sighs> right? Like, thank yeah. God, you know. So, you know, they checked. He was being so brave about it, too. He was like, he was tough. so calm and like. You know, so it turned out he ended up with a whiplash and a concussion. Yeah. Um, but then the fucking, these hospitals, like, it drives me crazy. And I love first responders and I love our medical people. And, and I'm so, you know, they make me proud that they work so hard and they deal with such trauma and, and especially with coronavirus, right? Yeah. But can you get us the fuck out of the hospital? <laughs> Like, you're, oh my God. You are so impatient. You are so, so No, no. Impatient. So check it out, dude. So the doctor comes and goes, here's a deal. Here's the medicines that he needs to take. And, you know, take it easy, blah, blah. She goes, you guys are done. Let's get your paperwork to get out. Yeah. And I'm like, great, right? And I, and I also, no, 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 no. Keep in mind, if I see that the emergency room rooms are full uh-huh. and I see nurses and doctors like flying, man, I'm all about being patient. Right? There, was, there was maybe three or four other people in there, right? So now, 20 minutes has gone by, 25 minutes has gone by, and I'm like, did I misunderstand? Am I allowed to leave, or am I waiting for paperwork? Yeah. So I walk over to the nurse's station. I go, listen, guys, I go, can we leave, or am I supposed to be waiting for paperwork? And he goes, oh, you're supposed to be waiting for paperwork. I go, great. I'll give you guys five minutes, and then I'm walking out of here without paperwork. Dude, the guy had the papers on the desk and follows me and goes, here, sign right here. And I'm like, why am I in there waiting for this? Yeah. I got a kid who's hungry, right? I got three other kids who want to go to the snake farm, <laughs> right? Because this Channing Rock got smashed. But I'm like, come on. Don't yeah. get me wrong. If you're busy, it was, it, was, it was three pieces of paper and one for me to sign. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I'm in there for 30 minutes? Because you guys are like... I love how the story started at 20, went to 30. <laughs> no, 30 total. Okay, 20, okay, 25, okay. another five, so you know. I know. Okay, it 30. also doesn't help that you were the most impatient person. I am patient. Like I said, I have eyes. Okay. I have eyes. I am a very observant person. If I see that people are very busy, even in a restaurant, if I'm sitting at a restaurant... And my server's flying around, yeah. taking care of things. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about it. But if I need ketchup or a water, yeah, and I will look over there, and the the server's over there leaning up against the bar, <laughs> hanging out. I'm like, nah, 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 bullshit. Get your ass over here, right? So, um, I think we should get rid of the trampoline. No, I feel like I no. You're just gonna shut it down like that and not hear me out. No, I, I mean, look, look, he didn't want it in the first place. You were the one who wanted to buy. He was not asking for a trampoline for his birthday. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, that he was because when he goes to Victoria's, when he goes to Victoria's, the girls always because he trampoline likes to do he, it with his cousin. And that's when but he likes he to never do it goes when they're here, out there, and jumps on it by himself. And I feel like lately there have been so many parents who are like, "I'd rather my kid not get on the trampoline." Like when they come over, I really don't want my kid on the trampoline. And then this happens. I just feel like, why I do we have it. a trampoline? In our, like, let someone else be the house with the trampoline. I, I, I get <laughs> it. I get it. But we cannot turn into those people who are, oh, there's a risk. Don't do it. Oh, there's a risk. Don't do it. Right. So it turns into, well, Garrett, baseballs are hard. And there's a possibility. No, that, listen. That, that Garrett, listen, look, that Garrett can get hit in the face with a baseball and lose his teeth. There's a definite possibility of that. So what? Now he can't play baseball? No, Garrett got a dirt bike for Christmas. And amongst his friends, he is the only one with a dirt bike. He's young for That's a dirt true. bike. And I'm, I'm okay Colin, with Colin that. Colin has a dirt bike. Okay. I'm okay with the kid having a dirt bike. All I'm saying is statistically, like what? More than half of the emergency, just as a nurse, more than half of the emergency room visits that come into the ER with, with kids are because of a trampoline. With, ahorita, hold on. Without the net. Jess, you have your phone? <laughs> Do some research. What are the what are the percentages of accidents with the trampoline without a net and with a net? I'm just saying trampolines are notorious for bad I, kid accidents. I don't I don't disagree. So let's either up our homeowner's insurance and make sure the trampoline is I covered or I don't, I don't disagree with you. 
I don't disagree let, with you. Let's not be the house with the trampoline. However, and I think in this day and age that we live in, the social media day and age, the TikTokers, the mm -hmm. the video games, the Nintendo Switch, the the Oculus, the Xbox. You mean all the things you bought? Well, but, <laughs> but there's got to be things for Garrett to be interested in being outside. Okay. The, the, sure. The, the, the I monkey agree with bars, that. The I monkey that. bars that we have are high on, yeah. the, on the playscape that I put together that I wrote a joke about. But statistically, high, monkey but bars don't have as many accidents as a trampoline. They can get hurt on the monkey bars. They can get hurt on the slide. I'm they not get saying put the kid in a bubble. Things. I, I'm not saying put the kid in a bubble. All I'm saying is a lot, a lot of accidents happen on trampolines. I wanna, look, Enough that like parents are like, oh, when my kid comes over, can they not get on the trampoline? Dad, my dad was very clear. Don't be a dumbass. Learn to not Tatum, be a dumbass. Tatum wasn't, wasn't doing anything dumb. No, Tatum was and, by himself on the trampoline and, the, and an and, accident still happened. Yes, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's okay. Was it, what did, what did it suck? Okay, God Jess bless. has info for okay. him. So trampolines cause 100,000 injuries every year. Between 2002 and 2011, more than 1 million people landed in the ER with injuries related to trampoline use. Almost 300,000 of injuries included broken bones. But with the safe, with the net, it's 50% less likely that you will get injured. Boom, 50% less likely. That means that 50,000 people a year get hurt, right? 50,000 people. We haven't even had our trampoline a year. 50, and there's already been people. an ER visit on ours. And 50, Exactly. Right. Look, fifty percent down. That means fifty thousand people get hurt every year, right? Yeah. There's three hundred and eighty-five million people. Of those three hundred eighty-five million, I wonder how many trampolines are out there. However, it's a very small percentage. Possibly the same percentage as a kid getting hurt playing baseball, a kid getting hurt falling out of a Polaris, a go kart, a four wheeler. Uh, a dirt bike or we just going to be those parents no I, I don't want to be the bubble parents I don't want to be the bubble parents I just also don't want the weight of the responsibility of other people's children on that trampoline so then you just make a rule guess what guys if your parents are here sign a waiver <laughs> no no if your parents are here and your parents are okay with you getting on the trampoline yeah then get on the trampoline however you know what we should have done is hey guys Tim and Clarissa are not here yeah, you, you guys. Let's not. We're not getting on the trampoline. Okay, I can live with that if it's that's if that's what the right? ground rule. But Jeff forward. and Jess, they live next door. Right, they, they know that their kids get on our trampoline, and they're on board with it. Yeah, right. So to me, it's hey, guess what? If your parents are here and your parents are okay with you yeah. getting on the trampoline, then okay, go for it. I can right? live with that. So that that way, I'm not the one at the emergency room, right? Right? I mean, seriously, it's the parent. That feeling stinks. You know, it was a horrible feeling and a horrible feeling for Tim and Clarissa and a horrible feeling for us. And it was just one of those yeah. things where it was like, and, and to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I knew that it was a sprain. I knew that. However. Oh, when I saw that swollen neck, I got scared. However, I also happened to know that Tim and Clarissa, um, they're not, they have great insurance, Right. Yeah. And I would say that, hey, man, same for us. We have great insurance. Why risk it? Just yeah. go. Just go. Go make sure. Right. But had had it been Garrett, I probably would not have taken him. Really? No. I mean, when you say swollen, you're making people think like it was like protrude. I mean, it, no, it wasn't it was, purple. It was visible that one side was puffy and another side was not. It wasn't purple. I could put... Um, on a scale of one to ten pressure, I could go all the way to like six or seven. But with he pressure. was, but he wasn't moving it. I could put, I could, I could really push. You're a nurse. I could really push. Pretty. I mean, if I touched it and he was like, oh, there's yeah. a big difference. And then we get in there and they have the little scale of pain, uh -huh. and he's like, oh, I'm like a three. So. Do I think that we did the right thing by taking him to the emergency room? Absolutely. 1,000% yeah. because you can go. Right. Right. And we also happen to know that the hospital where we had our baby, it's a great hospital. Yeah. And they did get us in and out pretty quick, except for the last 30 <laughs> minutes. Right. Um, but it was, it was nerve wracking and it was scary. And, and for, as for the trampoline, you know, yes, I, I would have to agree with you that 
there, there's possibilities of them getting hurt, but there's possibilities for them to get hurt anyway. And I would like for t- Garrett to have reasons to be outside. Yeah, no, I agree with that. You know what? Yeah. I, but I like that rule. You can jump on the trampoline if your parents are here. That's it. I don't want to assume responsibility for another injury. Oh, so then before you got into the Polaris and the mule that I'm getting. Yes. We were talking about how you brought a, you had a moment that you brought to me and, and, and I, we weren't able to talk about it. Yeah. Right. We talked about it briefly. Right. But we didn't really get to sit down and talk about it. And it's like, oh, we have this hour where we sit down for the podcast and we can talk about it. Well, I remember before Delilah was born, I remember a mom friend when she had her last child, she said, look, I know people are going to think I'm crazy and that this is selfish. She's like, but I'm doing this for me. She goes, I know that when this baby is three months old, three, four months, I'm going to need a break. She's like, so I already have a trip scheduled with my girlfriends. It's on the calendar. It's booked. And I know I have that. And I remember when she said that, I thought that was so smart. And I was like, oh, with this baby, I'm going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds so smart. I have a friend that just went to Vegas with his buddies. That's such a smart idea. <laughs> oh, you, my God. How many wow. casinos have you been to since wow. Delilah's been born? It's at my work. <laughs> no. No. Ouch. That's what I get. That's what you get. See? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes Jesus, like, he's like, Steve, I got you. I got you. I'll take care of it. You, you can't hit her, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? It's gonna leave a bruise. Are you okay? On the marble table. <laughs> yes, I'm okay. okay. That's what uh, you get. What were, were we talking? <laughs> Thank you. What were we talking? I'm gonna do three Hail El- Marys and four Our Fathers today, just to let them know that I, I got you. Um, no, you were saying how it was a good idea. After yeah, three I just months. I thought it was a good idea and. Yesterday, I had a moment where Delilah was like really fussy and she was crying and you'd been at the emergency room in the morning. And I just, I was like, I just, I need a little break. Like I've, I've hit the point but, where but, but, and, and this goes I on. haven't gotten a manicure or pedicure since I was pregnant. I just, my, my toes are funky. Like I, I haven't even had a chance to go like, I know they're on camera. <laughs> Close the zoom in on Renee's toes. Um, no, I just, I haven't had, I haven't taken a little time for myself. Okay. Like I haven't even been exercising, which I really enjoy. I haven't been able and my to exercise However, bike is in the garage. I, this is not about you right now. I'm, no, I'm <laughs> going to talk about you. And the, the, what drives me absolutely insane is the fact that nobody, you, you're sitting here acting like I'm telling you. Like you go. go to casinos that you've had several nights out drinking with your friends. My, yes. But I do that when I go, okay, I've got time. I'm going to make time. I'm on the road, right? You act like I'm going to a casino no, no, when I, I'm here on my off time. Your like the, schedule the point, absolutely facilitates Okay, it. so the point I'm trying to make is that... I'm you, not upset that you've done it. The only person stopping you from doing all the things that you want to do is you. No. You, you act like you have a husband that's like, you better not go do your nails. No. And you better not no, find no, time no. for yourself. No. And you better not go on a girl's trip. That's how you act. On no, the, and it's I like, didn't say those things. So, so when you brought it up to me. Your schedule facilitates fun. And your schedule is also what keeps the lights on. So, with all due respect, like I told you when you brought it to me. And I said, this is not fair. Because you have Betty. And Betty gets here at 7 30 in the morning, every single morning, Monday through Friday. And she doesn't leave until usually we try to get her out of here at 2.30, 3 o'clock. But she also knows that she, she can and will stay past that. So you have the opportunity to go, hey, Betty, you watch Delilah. Garrett's at school. I'm going to go shop. I'm going to go get my nails done. You also have the, the ability to say, hey, mom and dad, who, by the way, Daddy Raymond and Mama Mia love being with their grandchildren and saying, hey, I'm going to go with Steve alone to wherever he's booked. Oh, and, and, I'm not ready for that or, yet. Or, or, I'm, oh, not, I'm not ready to leave her like that So yet. you're not ready. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> 
Why am no, I in trouble? I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying little breaks. And yes, you're right. I can carve them out. But the truth is, like, your schedule is priority. And that sort of Have is the I template ever, for what happens. Let me ask you a question. Have I ever, and I think a lot of women would like this quality in their husband. Have I ever told you no? Steve, tell me how, we're talking about you, but tell me how great I am. Have right? I, no, 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 I'm trying to get to the point that, that you're keeping yourself back. Have I ever told you no? Have I ever told you don't wear that? Have I ever told you don't buy that? Have I ever told you that no, you okay. can't do something? No, you have not. But here's the thing. I, I would love Jess, to I'm plan. I'm the husband that goes, oh, you're going to go out? You are. You I, are. I go, I'm not you're going to go out? But you, you let me talk. You know Holy what? Holy cow. Hold on. You're going to go out? As a matter of fact, make sure you buy all the girls drinks. Make sure you stay in a nice place. Make sure you book that spot. See or no? This is like this is like textbook. He said, she said, it has nothing to do with you. It has absolutely nothing to do with you. I agree 1,000%. It has nothing to do with what a great husband you are. I'm not, I'm not trying. No. nothing the to point, do I'm with not trying how to sit lucky here. and blessed I am. It has nothing no, to do I'm with any of those things. I'm not trying to sit here and, and go, look how great of a husband I am. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is you're holding you back. Can I speak now? Can you let me Go finish? <laughs> Thank saying. you. No, what I'm trying to say is that, yes, we have a house in Rockport on the beach and I could plan a girl's weekend, right? That's available to us. And I would love to do that, but I can't pull the trigger on it because I don't know what is happening with your schedule. And I don't know if it's going to be a bad weekend for me to get away with the kids. And I mean, for me to get away without the kids, like I am waiting to see what develops with your schedule. And then oftentimes if I do make plans, those things have to be changed because something inevitably happens with your schedule. So it's difficult for me to carve out time for myself. So I have to say, Hey, no, let me finish. I have to like, I have to sit down with you and say, Hey, I'm getting to the point where I really need this. Can we make this a priority? What are you talking about? (laughs) Again, it sounds like you're making excuses for yourself. Okay. And, and all I'm saying is... So I'll plan a weekend regardless of what you have going on and we'll figure it out. Yes. Okay. If I'm not filming a show where you are producing, directing, where you need to be there, I don't give a fuck what you do. You have Betty at your disposal. You have my parents who are willing to help. You have my sister no, who's willing to help. No, it's just hard because Delilah's my, really your, fussy and I like... You can't even handle that. So much less me put that on someone else. I understand that. So instead of taking... (laughs) Jess is over here raising her hand off. (laughs) Instead of... What I'm saying is instead of taking an entire weekend, okay? Yeah. Sometimes just go get your nails done. Yeah. You make that a priority for you. You go get your nails done. But it takes you... Why is like mom guilt a thing, but dad guilt is not a thing? I do have dad guilt. You that's what it is. It's mom guilt. It's <laughs> you, mom guilt. You never hear the phrase dad guilt, but mom guilt is like because all over because the place. dads just handle their guilt deep down inside, and we drink, <laughs> we drink, we drink, <laughs> and we gamble. Amen. Yeah. See, even Rick, we have dad guilt too. Rick, baby, the reason I drive home twelve hours no, straight through I know, the night. I know. Straight through the I night. I know. It's because I have dad guilt, right? Yeah. But I don't, again, I don't sit there and go, I had to drive 12 hours. Well, no, because the night before you were at a casino when you could have been sleeping. It wasn't the night before. It was two <laughs> nights before that. Okay. It was two nights before that. That was right in on our way to Panama City Beach. Okay. Which to I'm be clear, so bummed to be we clear. missed out on. It was awesome town, dude. I'm awesome bummed town. we missed out on and that. And then the promoter was an Aggie and he could not. Uh, the, How did we not know this place was like right on the beach and so family friendly? We should have no, gone. No, we did. We, we talked about going, but we had just been through Snowvid in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> we were, we had just been stuck for, remember? And we just yeah. go, maybe travel. There was a lot let's of traveling. Just, yeah. Let's just take a break. But it, it turned out to be an amazing gig and the promoter was awesome and harpoon and harry's it was har- called harpoon so was it a restaurant harry's. or a comedy club what is it it's a restaurant yeah and he just started doing um stand-up comedy i was lucky i got there so you know these guys do a lot of um 
it, it's a very spring break place. Uh-huh. So they were setting up like DJs. And so this week right now. You were on Bikini Watch. No. The, the <laughs> week that I was there was, was not spring break yet. Oh, okay. So they were preparing for spring break. So I would like to rebook it so the family could go. Because it was a really cool town. And, and it was beachy. But it was it was the south. And it was friendly and there were several putt-putt golf. There was a Ripley's Believe It or Not. Garrett there loves was, mini golf. It was awesome. It was, so it was just, I, I could, t- and go-karting, you know, they could get hurt. Don't let them go-kart. Hush. Um, there's go-karting. It was just a really cool uh, place. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, but yes, I do have dad guilt. And it's not, it, it's not fair to say. Do you have dad here. guilt that you had a great time in Panama City and we weren't there? Just yes rubbing, and no. I'm just rubbing it in. No, but we've talked about that, right? It, yeah. it, we've talked about the fact that I'm sorry I travel. You know, it's like when you got mad when I was in Tampa on a jet ski and you were upset with me and I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I guess I should just sit in my hotel room. No. And do nothing. No. So, well, let's not rehash this. Just answer your phone. That's the lesson we learned from the jet ski. Answer your phone. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> You're kidding me right now. We'll get into that. No, it's okay. We don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Garrett makes jokes about, Mom, just answer your phone. And and it's like, oh my God. Mm. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. It's a whole other conversation that Renee does not answer her phone ever. 90%. So I do want to talk about next week. Because my hands are full with a baby. Because I have mom guilt and I don't put the baby down. Oh, by the way. Oh my God. It smells good. Have you always been a coffee person, Jess, or no? Are you a coffee person now? No, no, you know what's weird is Steve was never a coffee person until recently. And then now you're a coffee snob. Like, it has to be the good stuff. Well, I didn't get it. So, I was a Red Bull guy. I like drinking a cold, cold, cold Red Bull um, in the morning, get me going. And I got to play golf with some business people. And I get to the... I, I, I'm running late. Squeezing in that I, me time, you know? <laughs> business. <laughs> business. <laughs> So I get to the golf course and they don't have Red Bull. And I'm like, I'm like, you're not fucking Red Bull. I hate coffee. So I'm like, you know what? Give me a coffee. So they give me the coffee and I drink it. And I'm like, I like this. Holy moly. Like, this is good. Right. And then I put a little sugar and a little, and now I'm at the point where I drink coffee black. Yeah. I drink coffee black. So we really got into some cool coffee and our friends at Old Salt Coffee right here if you want to continue to help us out they're taking care of us as a new sponsor please buy the old salt coffee this is the haze gray dark roast because they know me it's got to be dark and i always hit rich rich (laughs) to brew it rich i want to brew it rich um they let us try i don't know four or five different um, coffees, and this is the one that me and you both were like, oh, yeah, we'll take that one. So, old salt coffee. The packaging is really cool. Check it out. You, oh, and you kind of look like him. You kind of look like and, that and, guy. Well, and, the, big, the big bulging biceps. Thank you, babe. <laughs> With a pencil, I don't hold a pencil. Um, but what's really cool about the coffee too that that attracted me to it is is it's a bunch of Navy veterans. Um, yeah. A bunch of Navy veterans that that have put this company together, and they're they're doing really well. And they reached out, and the fact that they're veterans, the fact that the coffee's good, um, we're all over it. So, by the way, if you put Trevino ten, you get ten percent off. Uh, I'm gonna work on twenty percent, but apparently, <laughs> Trevino ten gets you ten percent off. And if you're a, if you're a Captain Evil, you're always looking for that discount code. So Trevino ten, please buy, please support. We appreciate you guys. Uh, and by the way, you know, as you know, at my shows, I always give it up to the men and women who serve. We don't do that much on the podcast. So a uh, yeah. big shout out to the men and women who serve and especially supporting those veteran owned businesses. So thanks, guys. Oh, by the way, an update on Delilah. Thank God she's doing much better. We're getting smiles. We're getting a little bit of happiness We're we're able to tickle her and, and hang out with her and, and things are getting better. So there is, a, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I, I just want to thank everybody um, from the bottom of our hearts who have reached out. And believe me, we have tried everything that you guys we have We've gotten suggested. so many tips and tricks, yeah. And Except we, the baby chiropractor. That's the only one. And, uh, and I've had a couple people say like it was a game changer for them. It's just the thought of a 
chiropractor with a baby well, scares and, me. And, but they said it's not like popping and snapping or anything like that. So one of my really good friends, we call him Pittsburgh Dan, uh, which by the way, shout out to Pittsburgh Dan because he's been so helpful for us uh, over the years in yep. our in our real estate ventures. He's a, a mortgage broker and and he covers uh, Pennsylvania and Florida. <laughs> uh, but Pittsburgh Dan is is a very good friend of mine and and he's always he's always a very kind and good guy and and. The reason that chiropractors scared me, and you mm-hmm. know this story, yeah. Dan's brother, Jess, was going to chiropractor school. Well, they did a neck adjustment on him, and he went home, lay down in bed, and had a stroke. And had his roommate not found him having a stroke, he probably would have died. Um, and it was all because of a bad adjustment from a chiropractor in chiropractor school. Yeah. So I used to go to chiropractors because of, of my back, you know, and now I just don't because it, it just, it scared the living piss out of me. Yeah. Right. You know, and we're not talking about a broken bone here. Okay. We're not talking about, you know, um, something that you're going to recover from. Right. I mean, he is now, and this happened in his forties, you know, he is now still recovering from a stroke and he's still not, can't speak. Well, yeah, you know, the left side of his body is, is, is dragging behind and it just, it just scares me. You know, um, I was, I, I did desperately need a chiropractor recently, um, because of something I had going on in my neck and I, I went to go see Dwayne, um, Shelby's husband Uh in Portland and he did an amazing job, Yeah, you know, and I, and I, I, I brought up my fear with him and he goes, no, he goes, I know exactly what you're talking about. He goes, so we've been doing it so long that we're very good at what we do. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not saying that you should not go to a chiropractor. And I have. Yeah. It just scares me to even go another level to a baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? And one of the comments was like, make sure you go to a very experienced. Right. There are people who specialize so, in yes. babies. Yeah. So that's the only thing we have not tried. But uh, I think one of the reasons we have not tried it is because we are seeing progress. Yeah. And yeah, things yeah. things are getting better here at the uh, Trevino House. And hopefully you can go on a little girls trip or, I mean, you know, Jen and Jeremy are going to be in Vegas next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They invited us. Look at you bringing it back to a casino. <laughs> no, I did not say a casino. I said Vegas. Multiple casinos. <laughs> and you can shop your ass off. You can shop and there's nobody there and you can do it your does sound fun, thing. Actually. So does if you want to, fun. we can book it. Oh, oh, yeah. We, gotta... we need to talk about Chevy because, holy moly, dude. So, Jess, you know, Chevy and our friends at Aztec Chevrolet, they give us a vehicle to drive, right? Yeah. And, and and we're actually enjoying kind of driving different things. One of the moms in the neighborhood, I don't think she knows we have a sponsorship with Chevy, and she's like, I noticed you guys always have a different car in your driveway. Like, I wonder if they think we get it repoed all the time and go get another one or something. No, just tell them, our friends at Aztec Chevrolet, welcome, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So, you know, they always let us drive a different car. And so the Tahoe was great because it was a high country and we got to drive it for a little while. Yeah. Right. And then what happens is we drive it, we talk about it, and then it sells so then, you know, uh, Jerry over there at Aztec goes, all right, I'm bringing you something else. We got to pick up that one. So yeah. I was really bummed um, that the high country left us. Yep. Right. So then they send this GMC Denali Yukon. And I'm, you know me, I'm a Chevy, Chevy guy, but I've, I've no, had GMCs in the nice. past. Yeah, it's a GM product. Yeah. I've had GMCs in the past. We had the Acadia, right? Yeah. Um, but the, I was like, holy moly, like this thing is freaking The interior nice. was beautiful. Dude, it had like a hundred and something miles. So literally the miles it took them to, to drive, drive it, to it here yeah. is all it had. I was like, oh my God, like this thing was like the leather was white. It was awesome. Yeah. And then literally we had it all of six days and they call and go, it's sold. That car is gone. Yeah. So we're going to have to come switch you out. So... Now we have the um, GMC Acadia Denali, uh-huh. which I'll say. So here's, to me, the, the big difference. Oh, by the way, Aztec Chevrolet, Aztec Chevrolet, Aztec Chevrolet. <laughs> to me, the big difference is in, in the Yukon versus the... You have the same amount of seating in the GMC Acadia, but it's just so much smaller. 
Yes. And it's more maneuverable. Yeah. Right. You can fly in and out of places. It feels, it drives more like a car. Yeah. You know, the, the Yukon, I mean, it's like. It feels like a bus. It feels like a boat, man. Yeah. You're, you're cruising and it has air. It, this thing has uh, airbags. Like, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. So, uh, big thank you to, to Aztec Chevrolet for, for letting me drive all these great vehicles. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, hey, man, I got another Camaro. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I got a thing going on here. We, we got this SUV. We got too many kids. You know? Yeah. Um, so, thank you, Aztec Chevrolet. And so, we're very, I'm in, I'm in Oklahoma City as we speak. As you, as you're, you're driving? As you're watching this. Yes, I'm going to drive. There's a casino on the way. And <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Uh, but I, I get so frustrated, and, and and I mean no disrespect to um, the comedy club because it's my first time to work there. But they always like they want to put me in. They're like, "Hey, we've got this Spanish language radio to promote you on." Oh, and, hey, we're gonna put you on hip hop, right? And I'm like, "No, I am not a nothing against hip hop. Right? That's not my crowd. You're a redneck Mexican." Yeah, put me on. Well, no, but, but you know, you know that the fans are female. Yeah. Put me on adult contemporary. The soccer mom station. Yeah. Put me on the soccer mom station. Put me on country. Put me on rock. Put me on classic rock. Hip hop for me is the last place that that I would think that my audience is at. But because I'm Mexican American, immediately they go, "We know how to promote them." Like, no. Yeah. Put me on where the married people are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hip hop's a, a young, young crowd. You know, get, that's a, that's you know, twelve to eighteen. Put me on, like you said, the soccer mom yeah. station. You know, so that's this weekend, and then I'm really gonna work on tuning in the new special because we are gonna um, produce along with Texas Crew uh, and Rick a new special. Yeah, and we're gonna film it in Waco. And we're very excited. That the I almost called. feel like I know this is, sounds weird. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I almost feel like it's. Okay. it's um, I, I don't want to say it's like your greatest hits, but you have been doing these great, great jokes for a while. And because of COVID, you weren't able to put a, put them on film. So it's like the gummy bear joke with my dad in Vegas has never been filmed. Well, let, me, let me wrecking let me, the truck has never been filmed. Let me let me interject because it has really broken my heart to tour in 2019. With that material, knowing that when I, because when I tour the next year, I always like to give, you know, 20 to 30 to 50% new material, right? So in 2019, I'm touring with this material and I always want the fan to see different stuff, right? I'm always talking about new stories, new things that happen with our life. So in 2019, I'm touring with all this great material that, that happened, Right. The gummy bear story, the you wreck in the truck, all this stuff happened. Yeah. I'm able to write this material. Well, early 2020, the plan was film it, dump it. Yeah. Put it back, put it on social media. Mm -hmm. People can share it. People can watch it. Right. Start writing a new hour. And when coronavirus happened and we got benched, it really sucked because now I'm going back to these cities and they're having to see, and I feel bad. And even though I know the stories are funny, right? They're having to see stuff I did in 2019. But I want everybody to understand that it's because I haven't, I haven't had the opportunity to film it. But not just that you haven't had the opportunity to film it, also that like it seemed socially like tone deaf to go and like talk about all these funny and like being in Vegas when Vegas was shut down, like it just. We were living in a different world. So to go and do that material or film that material would have been weird too. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's frustrating because I see um, on my Facebook or, or on Instagram where people go, hey man, any new material? Like, yes, dude, I'm working on it. I've been shut down for a year. Like, you know, so it, it, it hurts my feelings that, right. oh my God, am I going to lose a fan because they think it's the same tired old stuff? It's not. Well, and the, and then but and then my life in there quarantine. Was a, there like, was a year pause where you, you know? just yeah, and in that year pause, you said I'm still going to write new stuff, even though I'm not going on stage to test it out. And you put out my life in quarantine. Something. So yeah, right. to do to do something. So I was really, you know, I'm really excited mm -hmm. that we finally get to film it, 
and we finally yeah. get to put it on tape. And and I am too. So I oh, so we can get rid of the truck story, and I don't have to keep reliving <laughs> it over and over again. Well, but 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 I get that too, right? Where people hit me up and go, I want to share the gummy bear story. Where can I share yeah. it? Yeah. Oh my god, I want to share the the vacation story. Where can I share it? Right. Yeah. Um, and then even to like, I mean, Becca got married on TV two years ago. Yeah. And we're, I'm still. I mean, the good news is that her season of of say yes to the dress is happening now. Uh-huh. But like when I was talking about all of that and all that was happening, the, the show, show hadn't had, come out yet. The show hadn't even aired. Yeah. You know, so now it's aired. So I'm very excited to to get that material on tape and move forward with more stories, other ideas. And and we're we, we, I almost feel like mentally for you too, it's like everyone's getting the vaccine. We're all sort of moving on, but I think mentally for you, you need to get this on tape so that you can move on to and but, but we also, feel like your career is moving on. There's no stories to that. That was what the sad part was with, with Rona was, you know, when, when, when New Year's came and I went through my, my phone to go, hey, I want to do 10 to 12 pictures of my year. It was so sad to see things stop. There were no more fun pictures. Yeah. Right. And it was like, wait a minute, how can I write material if we're not out living our life? If we're not out doing things, you know, if we're not, you know, now we were in Florida when the snow thing happened. Is there a bit there? There possibly could be. Right. Mm -hmm. Delilah shitting all over the the hotel room (laughs) that we were supposed to only be in for, for two hours. For two hours. Is there a bit there? But none of this stuff, nothing happens for my material. Unless we're actually living life, out yeah. living life and doing things. So it's been a struggle um, for me and, and my insecurities with the fan or the, the family is what we call them, you know, yeah. is, hey, guys, man, I love you guys. And I always want to give you new stories, but it's been it's been rough, man. And it's been hard to. And, and then the other frustrating part is, is, you know, somebody, you know, any new material, man. Oh, yeah, dude, let, go be a stand up. <laughs> Now, how about you just go be a stand-up and write material because it's that easy. No, yeah. it's hard, man. Writing material is hard and, and, and telling these stories is harder than... It's because you make it look so easy. It's because you make it look like you just go on there and you're just talking. People don't, don't realize all that goes on behind the scenes. Well, it, but not only that is, is you know, I, I, we get some comments where they're like, this dude just talks about his wife. And it's like, well, first of all... Um, I love my wife and I admire her and doing an impression of hers is my, is flattery. Right. Right. Um, and then second of all, it's what my life is. Yeah. It's, I am a family man. I am home working in the yard. I mean, that's who I am. Yeah. Right. And, and secondly, it's like, are, are you going to tell Dave Chappelle, dude, race again, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's his thing. Right. Right. Are you going to tell you know, Sebastian, oh man, we got to hear an Italian story again. It's his, you know, it's what yeah. he's good at. So um, I'm really excited to be filming in Waco. Um, actually, next weekend. Yeah. Um, we've let all of Texas know Yeah. Um, that we're filming. So if anybody wants to be a part about it. And then I'm really excited because there's a possibility that we get little Joe to introduce me. And, and a lot of people might not know who little Joe is, but... Um, just to give you an example is, is you probably don't know who little Joe is, but him and Willie Nelson are best friends. And when Willie Nelson lost his home to the IRS and lost everything, he moved in with little Joe and little Joe was the first Tejano music star to truly cross over into country, into country music and, and to have a, a very Texas white and Latino uh, mix of people at his shows. I think which is yeah. why you connect with him. That's why I connect with him, you know, and, and it, it's really cool that... that to be yeah. a performer who walks that line. Well, it, I mean, it's... I mean, it, 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 him and Willie Nelson being best friends explains exactly who he is and explains who Willie Nelson is. Yeah. Right? They're a little bit country, they're a little Tejano, right? Yeah. And there's this, there's this mix of cultures that I'm very proud of and, I, and right. I'm very proud that that Texas really has this kind of mix of cultures, right? And, and I think little Joe represents that. And, and I, I'm hoping that he agrees. However, like Willie, he's in his 80s. Yeah. He's an older man. 
you know, so, and, and also to introduce um, people to who Little Joe is, right? So I'm excited about that. I'm excited that, that you are going to be a female director again. Yeah. You're going to be a female producer again at the show. So we're very, very excited. And we're trying to figure out how the hell we're going to pull all of it off <laughs> with the new baby and Garrett and our crazy schedule. So join us, please, uh, in Waco to help us do our fifth one-hour special. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And we fought so damn hard for that first one. That I mean, is we, crazy. We've we fought for every one of them. Yeah. I mean, it has been, it has been a a do it ourselves DIY. I was gonna say the know. specials are just as much babies as our babies' babies are. Oh man, and and, it, and it's really cool because it really gives kind of a stamp in our life, and it's like episodes. You know, you can almost watch these from Grandpa Joe's son to relatable. Yeah. To till death. To my life you look like a completely to, different like, person from Grandpa Joe's son to now. Oh my God, I was fat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm fat now. Curly hair. You made me do that. <laughs> you know what's even creepier? Her dad has, you know her dad, he has curly long hair. And she's like, hey, be more like my dad. <laughs> no. That's gross. No, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad we got to sit down. And yeah. Jess, thank you for coming and hanging out with us. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things, too, that... And Renee doesn't really... She didn't grow up like us. We were so close. All of us were friends. All of us hung out. Yeah. All of us knew each other. Um, it, but Portland was... Gregory Portland was a smaller place, literally, yeah. between the time that we graduated to the time you graduated. It exploded in that time. Yeah. You know, and then what tripped me out, and I think Jess probably feels the same way, you walk... You, you drive by the... Gregory Portland High School parking lot and the vehicles that these kids are driving is unbelievable to me. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We drove old pickup trucks, right? And and I remember Holly Wilkerson got a Camaro and that was like the, oh my God, she got a brand new Camaro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was a huge deal. Now there's a Camaro every other Freak Camaro. I mean, Kinsey's driving a, a convertible Mustang, your old Mustang. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what the hell happened? But I'm glad you came out and, and we're all going to go eat lunch. And Jess is insisting on Cooper's barbecue and a casino. And a casino. <laughs> and a casino. <laughs> um, but I hope you guys learned. You probably learned nothing. Uh, oh, but I'll t uh, very quickly. Yes. I'm so excited. We're going to go pick up our table. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So hopefully next week we should have a new table. It'll be bigger. We won't have chairs yet because I'm waiting to see what the table looks like in this space. <laughs> we might end up still keeping these chairs and I might get some new ones out there. We'll figure um, it out. And then, and then I got a message that somebody bought a necklace from our friends. Mason Loria. Mason Loria. They bought yeah. a necklace from there. So thank you for supporting the people that support us. Um, I am Steve Trevino. And I'm Renee, Captain Evil. Good job. Love you guys. Bye.